following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hitting, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, well, well to the broken helmet. Let's rock. Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. It is week 16. Everybody is cleaning up the big mess from Christmas, especially if uh, you got kids cleaning up all the wrappers and tape and cardboard crap left over from all those presents your kids so enjoy that you have to haul off in garbage bags and get rid of after spending 24 hours cleaning it all up. And it's over in all of, like, two minutes. And those of you who know what I'm talking about, all the effort on the front end, hours and hours and hours, and all done in, like, ten minutes. It's like the kids wake up, it goes nuts, and all of a sudden, ten minutes later, it's over. Unbelievable. And you know who else it's over for? It's over for a ton, a ton of fantasy football championships, especially those games featuring the great Alvin Kamara. As Kamara notches 60 or up to around 60 in some leagues, which basically sent the other team right down the tubes. Chris, seriously, I don't remember a championship week, at least not one in a while, that has featured a performance such as Kamara that has basically ruined the game after the first game of the week. I mean, an early game, a Christmas Day game, you got games the next two games, and the championship is basically over. I... I can't remember. Can you remember anybody? No, that's what I'm Greatest. saying. I, I, I've been trying to think about it. And no, I, I mean, I, I don't. I, that's got to be. It's got to be week 16 performances. I guess that's, you know. I meant to Google that before, and I never. Um, well, I, who knows? That's, too that's late ridiculous. Now. It ruins it. It really does. I mean, you want to talk about taking the wind out of the sails? Holy shit! It's over, people. Over. And and Rocky calls me today, and he's he says. You know, I still have to con- constantly check my lineup all week, knowing I already lost. And I'm like, I, I get it, man. Like you, see, you know, for like the, the the random chance that you come back and somehow win, you need Josh Allen or Jalen Hurd to go off for sixty points. It's unbelievable. I, I mean, Kamara gets gets on the field and tears it up. Six touchdowns, a hundred something yards, sixty points. You know, looking at our league, I, I you know I had multiple text messages going off as Frodog in the championship game. Obviously, oh. has Kamara. Here you go. I just I just found the answer. Two. The great the greatest fantasy football performance in week in week sixteen of all time. Kamara is is Jerry Rice with fifty nine point nine points in nineteen ninety five. Well, long time coming, and now you have Kamara to boot. It's just. Crazy, crazy that uh, it would have went down that way. 
But sure enough, it did. Uh, Alvin Kamara rushed for six rushing touchdowns today. He rushed for five all of last season. I know, right? I, I, you cannot make it up. You can't make it four, up. Four years in the league, it's only his third 100-yard rushing game. They were talking about something about him rushing for 100 yards during the game. Aikman said it, and I don't remember what it was, but it was something like this is his first 100-yard game of the season? Yeah. Rushing, I think? Third best performance of all time by a fantasy player in in the championship week. Yeah, and and obviously we spent the first five minutes talking about fantasy, even though we usually talk about gambling, because, hey, look, gambling is fantasy, fantasy is gambling, it's all tied in, and there isn't a single person that is involved in any kind of gambling that is not talking about Kamara and his six touchdowns. For sure. Ah, I mean, and I don't. I wonder what the props were on anything. I was just thinking the same thing. There's, you know, props are funny bets, but I almost, I oh, I came so close to the Monday night prop. I almost went. They had Giovanni Bernard at plus twelve hundred to score the first touchdown. And I, oh, almost, I love first touchdowns. I love first touchdown, and I almost took it because I was like, you know, he's their only running back. If they do anything and Big Ben kind of throws up a stinker and, you know, they have some kind of turnover that puts them in good position, I could see Bernard. And I went with uh, Juju instead. Uh, and then, it's sure sure enough, uh, you know, obviously Bernard had, I think, two or three touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, at least two, I think. Talking I'm- about gambling in another sport, the Kentucky Wildcat. NCAA basketball team is one and six. Oh, basketball John, across the the everything related to basketball right now sucks. John Calipari's team is one and six. Uh, I well, yeah, Chesevsky two weeks ago telling everybody to cancel. The we season. need to quit. Yeah, we need to quit. Yeah, we need, we need to quit. To, need to... But you know, Duke women's basketball did quit. They canceled the season outright uh, yesterday. They did? Yeah, they said bye-bye. They said, we're done with this one. Thanks for playing. We're going home. We're taking our balls and our COVID, and we're going home. And the NBA, they can't even get started. (laughs) The Houston Rockets get ready to play week one, game one, that is, and they have COVID positives all over the place. Nobody can play. They had to cancel the game because they didn't have the minimum eight people to play. And I'm pretty sure that they have... uh, Again, I think they got four people that are missing outright. Yeah, I, there was something. There were, no, there was only there was only two confirmed positives in the first week of the NBA. There are just a lot of close contacts. Oh, whatever it might be, I'm just telling you that yeah. the Rockets. That's really good. That's a really good, canceled. That's a really good percentage, though, of all the NBA players. Only two. That's really good. And another. Uh, issue that I just saw before we hopped on. We're recording this Saturday. You know, the the first game's going. It's around 3 o'clock. But the Browns didn't even fly to New York yet. So that's something to keep an eye on because they play tomorrow. So and that, I, that might be pushed back, I heard, till, um Well, you would think if they did not play, if they did not fly today, that they are definitely see, looking to push Tuesday, that back. Maybe? Yeah, maybe Tuesday. You would think. Because there's no way that they're going to have them fly same day and play same day. It's a one o'clock game. 
you know, so it's either getting pushed back, but how far are you going to push it back? You'd probably do a Monday, Monday double header or a Tuesday, like you're saying. However, remember, you don't have the ability to move anything back the next week because it's the final week of the season. So if you push them back to a Tuesday, they're going to turn around and play again on Sunday. So, oh, you're saying they can't alter the last week? No, well, because the playoffs are the well, week yeah, after of that. Of course they could. No, they just they can. Look, they have full control over the timing. They can push the playoffs back a week if they have to. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I guess I don't. Well, no, I don't think they're going to push the. The only thing that they might do is maybe they have, uh, you know, a team play on Monday night, you know, and and push it back one one day. But regardless, uh, anyway, that, that's something to be seen. Why right did now. Cleveland? Why did Cleveland even fly home if they're playing the same team, same stadium, two weeks in a row? Uh, Christmas dummy. I I mean I, I okay <laughs> I, I, I get what you're saying, but it's like you know, Christmas. I'm saying for COVID reasons, you dummy. Anyway, um. In this Tampa Bay game, it's 47-7 right now. And if you want to talk about more uh, players that are going to throw fits into fantasy, Tom Brady, who has been okay all year but not great, uh, 348 and four touchdowns, although they have pulled him and Blaine Gabbard is in there now. Mike Evans, who has been mediocre to okay all year, eight catches, 147 and two touchdowns. Which makes well, certain people. Well, you know why they're you know why they're hammering him with the ball. Uh, I don't. I don't. Is there something in the contract yeah. that? But no, but they wouldn't want to pay him, so they're not. He can break. He can break Randy Moss's record if he he needed two hundred and twelve yards or two hundred and twenty yards to break Randy Moss's record. Well, he's got and two weeks. Aggregate. He's got two weeks to do it. Well, that was going into this week. Yeah, I know. And so they, they interviewed Arians about it, and he goes, I'm very well aware of breaking the record. Oh, okay. Well, he's got eight for 147 and two touchdowns, which so I'm sh- he needs, So he needs 77 yards next week. That's <laughs> crazy. So, uh, so one of the teams who is now playing in the consolation game, who had the number one record in our league, he uh, lost by, I don't know, like 10 points, 15 points. Or does he have like 100, 100 points? 140. I, I don't know, but Mike Evans has got 35. He had nothing for him last week. And, and, you know, I mean, if Evans had anything like the same. Well, anyway, it, it's Kamara and right now Evans, uh, and there's a couple of the Adam Thielen at 23. A lot of fantasy being played in the first couple of games. Not a lot of gambling. So let's uh, let's just kick it off right here. We'll get into a, a quick recap, and then we'll get into these games here and uh, do our little showy show. So, all right, let's kick it off. First down. First down. First down. All right, so last week, here's what we saw. We saw even Steven in terms of the favorites and the dogs. They were 7-7 seven and seven each. Seven of those dog covers were outright wins. They were the Jets, Bears, Cowboys, and Bengals. The big movement from the open was one and two. The Browns were winners, so they saw the movie money come in on them, and sure enough, they blew the doors off the Giants. And then the two lo- losers were the Bucks, of course, because I picked them, and then the Patriots. Both of them saw money go their way, and then obviously it was a crash ado as they lost. Over-unders were nine and six in favor of the overs. Teasers, 11-4 for the favorites, 10-5 for the dogs. So the game lines were 21-9. and 9. 
as for the over-unders, the overs were 11 and 4. The unders were 7 and 7. So 18 and 11 there. So basically, you know, you see the same thing each week. It's about 20 and it's about halvesies, right? It's like 20 and 10, somewhere around there. Teams with halftime leads, 14 and 2 coming out of the break. Falcons and the Pats had the halftime lead and lost. And then the road teams with a lot of money that saw, well, team road teams with a um, Ugh. Can I talk? I can't talk. It's the day after Christmas. Cut me some fucking slack. The road teams that had a lot of money on them were 3-3-1. Three, three, and one. The winners were the Bears, Bills, Browns. The losers were the 49ers, Bucks, Seahawks. The Chiefs pushed. So, let's do our little tally of our, ye- of our week and see how that placed us on the year. Were you following last week, Chris? Do you know how you did? I, ju- I know I did. I did really good in the beginning. I don't know. I don't know if I trailed off. No, you won the week. You were eight and five with your picks. You were way better than anybody else. I was sixty-one and a half percent. As for everybody else, the money was six and seven. The sharps were five and six. The tickets were five and eight. And me, I was also five and eight. So year to date results. That means that as of now, me and you were tied. That is no longer the case. The money is atop the standings at about 55%. The tickets are about 52%. Sharps are one game over 500 at 82 and 81. And then me and you, it is you at 107 and 107, a clean 50%. And I am now at 104 and 110, so I have fallen under 500, and it's going to be tough to get that back unless you tank here. Um, elsewhere, everything's basically the same. Overs, unders, you see them peak out at about 70%. The overs more so than the unders in the tees, and the dogs a little bit more than the favorites. Not a whole lot. Nothing else really to to see here. Big road favorites have kind of trailed off, if you will, and they are now under 60%. They used to be teetering at about 62, 63, and they have now fallen by the wayside. Home dogs were actually 4-2 and two last week, so the people that like the home doggies got a little action, but... That's uh, that's about it in terms of the trends. Did you uh, see anything that you liked last week? Anything, uh, anything that I missed trend-wise or game-wise? That is. Oh uh, yeah. So, I mean, I you know we didn't talk about our bets really, but um, yeah, I was gonna do that. Uh, I was gonna do that when we got into the into the bet section. Yeah, go ahead. I just the one the one thing I want to talk about. Well, we can talk about the bets in a little bit, but um, we talked about it, man. We spent five minutes talking about. The Falcons blowing a half halftime leads, like five or six of them, and they did it again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. It's every single week. Every they single did it week. Again. And and dude, I crushed it last week. And it was the only game I got wrong. Them losing the halftime lead because they well, were go, a part of my brother, going two for three is not crushing it. <laughs> going two for three is, is losing. You're talking about your parlay. To- Oh, oh, well, because my other bets. I won every other bet. Uh, well, no. Your other parlay you lost as well. No, I didn't. Yeah, you had the Cards, Saints, and Giants. And the Giants lost by 14. They were underdogs by oh, six and a half. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about my mo- overall monies. 
Oh. I put 200 in, but I cashed out on the teaser and I cashed out on the bills. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cashed out on the bills. Yeah, you right. cashed- so I doubled, my, I doubled my money for the week. What I'm saying was that cost me, that money line parlay cost, the Falcons cost me like 500 bucks. Yeah, well, on the flip side, the Bucks uh, cost me both of my parlays because I had them as one of my two teams. The Chiefs were a push, so it would have just been a little bit of money back. But the Bucks screwed me. So I was on the opposite end of that. So you went Falcons money line. You lost because they gave it up after halftime. I picked the Bucks and I lost it because they couldn't get going until the second half. I, I can't believe it. I had, the, I had Cowboys money line, Bears money line, Falcons money line. I cannot believe it. Cannot believe it. Well, believe it. Believe it, the Falcons stink. So if you want to talk about anything relevant that could be relevant this week, the Falcons continue to suck, especially out of halftime. Watch Um, them beat the Chiefs. Watch them beat the Chiefs. uh, I don't know. I I doubt it, but you never know. Uh, So with that said, we will jump right into the big three. We'll get back to talking more gambling later on in the show and our picks from last week, including our supers. Um, But where do you want to go from here? Uh, we're going to pass the games being played today. The Bucks Lions is already over right now. Cardinals, 49ers, Dolphins, Raiders. I have no interest in talking about either of those, and it's too close to call to talk about those out of the gate. But I've got three I'm looking at here. Uh, sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Go. Let's go. Let's go with your list. Uh, okay. So why don't we go to, oh, man, it's tough to pick which one of these. Let's go to this Sunday night game and we'll do, uh, Packers Titans. Second down. So we will fly on out to Green Bay. It's the Sunday night game. Three and a half points is the spread in favor of the pack at home. 55 and a half is the over under. Right now, the Titans have the tickets and the money on them and pretty hefty in terms of the money. As of right now, 78% of the cash coming in on the Titans. I watched that Packer game again after last week, and even though they won, the Panthers, had they not fumbled at the goal line, could have made that game 14-10, and it would have been infinitely different. I don't think the Packers played that well last week. No, I agree with you. Which which play were you talking about? Oh, yeah, 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 at that goal line. The no, fumble it, at the goal line. Right, the fumble at the goal line, because it was it was 14-3. They, they got the ball, they drove down. The Packers came out of the gate and said, we're running the ball all game long. We're not going to throw. We're going to run the ball. We're going to screw over all Devontae Adam owners and Aaron Rodgers owners in their champion or with their semifinal week. And we're just going to run the ball constantly. And it cost them because even though they went up, the Panthers got back in the game. And they should have stomped on their necks. Crazy, crazy game plan. It was so crazy. They should have stomped on their necks. And they just wouldn't let it go. And so they go up 14-3. Panthers drive, and then Bridgewater jumps over the top. Why would you jump over the top there? I can't figure that out. You know, I, I mean, just go underneath. I don't know. It then they just... were blaming they were blaming Joe Brady for the call. They, they, I read the article about how if you, you can't blame Teddy Bridgewater for fumbling. Like that was a Joe Brady made the call to jump over. If you never made that call, like, what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, if you Bridgewater... played football for twenty five years 20 plus years or however long you I mean I'm, I'm, I don't know it depends on when people start playing football let's say they play 10 let's say Bridgewater's 28 18 you, you play football close to 20 years you're going to know full well better than to jump at the goal line if you're the if you're the quarterback you're right under center Brady's been doing it on camera for 20 years 
Just follow the center and push your way in. That that's the goal. But anyway, he fumbles and that turned that whole game around. How that applies you know to this game? You know who's really good at that though? Drew Brees. He always jumps up and does the little he dips it over and pulls it. Oh, he dips it, back. it and pulls it back. Right away. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Like quick, quick. So anyway, I I'm not impressed with the Packers in that game. And I you know, look, the Titans defense is not great. The Packers defense is not great. But I'm leaning Titans here. Am I crazy for liking the, liking the Titans maybe in an outright win? Oh, no. I, I picked the Titans to win. I'm, I'm with you, man. You're with I'm the Titans. All- so I'm Titans and you're Titans on this one, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm all about them. I, didn't, I really didn't like what I saw last week. In what regard? I, I imagine you're talking about Packers. Yeah, it's just like it's it's supposed to be the time of year when everything's starting to click really well, and they looked just out of sync, you know. And and if it wasn't for that play, like the Panthers aren't good. The Panthers are terrible. Like they play people well, but they're not good. And and the Packers were lucky to get out of that game, you know, the way they did. They couldn't get a first down in the second half at home. Like in the cold, they should be dominating people, and that was that just didn't look good. I think that uh, Henry's just going to go to town tomorrow. Yeah, I my only fear in regard to this game is the Packers, uh, the Titans' defense not being able to hold up their end of the bargain because they're not good. They're twenty eighth in the league. Uh, you know, Green Bay's eighteen, which is bad, but Tennessee's is twenty eight. So if the Packers throw up a quick 14, it might be ugly for the Titans to stay in this game. But um, that's not what I'm thinking. I'm just thinking it's going to be a close game in toward the end of which I, I think the Titans pull this one out. I don't know. I like the Titans, Titans here. Their defense scares me because it stinks on ice. But I wrote I wrote Packers and then I thought about like late last year when the Titans started to get kind of going and rolling and how I remember betting against them in a game very similar to this and they just controlled the clock. They controlled the game. The other offense couldn't get going regardless of how good Tennessee's defense was or was not. And I can foresee this being a game where Henry just just tromples them. Tromples. There's a good yeah. word. Tromples. You guys can Google that one. And when you find out the definition of it, just send it this way. Um, all right. So I see the same thing. Titans, Packers, we're leaning Titans. 55 and a half is a lot of points. No, I, and I can understand it with, the, with defenses being terrible. But if the Titans stay in this game, I mean, I know they pull, throw up points here and there, but I could see an under here. I don't know. Going over at a 55 and a half, you know, Sunday night game in, in Green Bay seems a little bit much for me. But um, any feel, any thoughts on the over-under at 55? I, I actually was going to go the other way. I don't want to sit here and disagree with you, but I, I could see them. I could kind of see this being you a— You disagree. Uh, the idea is to be right. Yeah, well, the idea is that you're wrong. Okay, so, there you go. Um, See, you're feeling it now. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I apologize, but I believe that this is going to be a, a Derrick Henry slash Aaron Rodgers game. So I think that Tennessee's secondary is terrible. That their, their defense backs are horrible. And right. Rodgers well, might have his, but 
in the end, I think that uh, it is going to go over that. No apologies needed. I'm better looking. And what game do you want to talk oh. about next? Uh, how about Rams Seahawks? Uh, Rams Seahawks is another one that I had. So, yes, we will fly on out to Seattle and talk about the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Los Angeles Rams. Seahawks favored by one. Right now, they have the Sharps on them, a slight lean in terms of the tickets at 56%. The Rams have all of the money at 85%, and the over-under right now is 47 and a half. What do you What are your thoughts here on Goffle versus Goff in Seattle versus a Seahawk team? Not very good recently. I don't know. This is another game I wrote Rams, and then I wanted to change it to Hawks, but I kept it with Rams. I, they looked really, really bad last week. They looked terrible. But they've looked terrible in a couple of spots here now. You know, this isn't just the first game that they looked bad. And the problem is Goff. Every time that the Rams suck, it's Goff. Yeah, I know. And I don't know. But at the same time, the Hawks haven't looked good either. They have not. But I don't know. There seems to be kind of a team-wide funk, which doesn't scare me as much as a single-player funk. You know, because, you know, maybe they try to change strategy at some point or, you know, their offensive play coin leans one way and they say, you know what, it's not working out. We we, got to get rid of this and we got to fix it. I I think you can solve that. I don't know how you solve Goff. I just don't know. He's so, so inconsistent. They need to get rid of him. Well, that's that's thoughts for you know another year. But this year, they can't get rid of him. So in Week 16, the question is, can they take on Seattle and win on the road? No. I don't think so either. I don't think so I changed either. My, I, I've changed my mind about it to, uh, going back and forth. Like, I just I, – now that I don't think about it, I'm just like, no. There's no way they're going into – it's in Seattle, right? It's in Seattle. That's right. Yeah, there's there's no way they're gonna. I, I like they're they're really their offense. If it clicks, it's really good. But that that kid Cam Akers is hurt. I think he's out after he looked really good. They finally had some sort of rushing game, you know, going. Well, again, and, now they got to change that whole aspect too. But yeah, they should be used to that by now because they've never stuck stuck with one running back the entire season. So now they played each other in week 10. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. They played each other in week 10, and uh, Rams won 23-16. Well, the Gurley used to be their running back. No, no, no. I just mean this year. This year, they've oh, changed. Oh, yeah. No, no, This year, I don't I don't know what they're doing, man. They McVay just doesn't want to settle on somebody. Um, yeah. That was in Los Angeles. I... Now nah, this game's per, this game's really important for the division. I this is going to be a great game. I, I'm going to go Hawks. Uh, I'm going Hawks too. Uh, I didn't really even think that hard about it. I I cannot get behind Goff. Goff was terrible versus Saint San Francisco. He was okay uh, when they played the Cardinals. I, the Patriots folded during that game, and then he was terrible last week in Week 15. I I don't. Again, I can't. I've got behind the Rams a bunch of times this year, and they've it's always blown up in my face. And I just can't take Goff anymore. The Seahawks have to win. They have to win by one point at home. So uh, the th- feeling here to me is that you know money tends seems to like the Rams, which is why Vegas is keeping this line close. And you can see eighty five percent. You got a big road favorite here when talking about this game in terms of the Rams. But me and you both are not going to side on that 
uh, team. We're going to go both Seahawks here, correct? Yep. All right. So then the final game, why don't we fly out to Pittsburgh? Because the Colts will be visiting the great city of Pittsburgh, facing off against the Steelers. The Colts, a road favorite right now. The Colts are a two-and-a-half-point road favorite, over-under 44 points. You know, I forgot the uh, over-under in that Seahawks-Rams game for those keeping score at home, 47-and-a-half. The over-under here, Colts-Steelers, 44. Uh, So the Colts are favored, two-and-a-half. Big money coming in on the Colts, 79%. Tickets in favor of the Colts, 63%. And the Sharps are favoring the Steelers. Can you back Big Ben in this game? Is this the get-right game? You get-right no. game. No, 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 no. Colts are, are trending in the right direction. Pittsburgh's trending in the wrong direction. You I don't. I don't. You care. don't. Say. I don't care where. I don't care where this game is. This. This. This is. They look awful. <laughs> they look so bad. Like watching yes, them play, I'm. I cannot believe they made it to eleven and zero. They have no. Con- Just you can watch them play, and you're like, wow, you that team has no confidence. Ben has no confidence playing quarterback. They have no running game. The receivers are the the big story with the receivers is they can't catch the ball. They're dropping passes. Don't like, be I, rude. I I don't know. I don't know, man. I I. So what you're basically as, saying is that they stink. Is what you're saying. They really do. I don't care about a get right game like that. They, that get right game was last week against the Bengals, and they lost. Yeah, that, that did not happen. I didn't expect that at all. They lost, lost outright. Um, so you're gonna get behind the Colts here. Oh yes, yep. Man, I have trouble with the Colts still. I have trouble I with the Colts. Too. I haven't been I able to flip. You're betting on Philip Rivers, come on. I know. I well, I had trouble with the Bills all year, and I kind of flipped the switch finally on them. And it, it, with the Colts, I haven't been able to do it for whatever reason. In this game, I, I'm going with the Steelers. I, I can't. The Steelers at home, if they're worth anything, they they have to win this game, and they only have to win by a field goal. Now, if the team truly is shot and the season has passed them, and they're a week one exit from the playoffs. Then obviously you know you're going to see them throw up a stinker here, but I'm going with the Steelers here to win at home. I just can't see it. I I can't see them having yet another bad game. Um, they they've got to win here. It's almost a must-win game for them. Yes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm so, I'm sorry. I I keep getting cut off here. My my connection is bad. Um, yes, for sure. I, I, I agree that it is must be, but look, I, I love Mike Tomlin and, and he's done really good for a long time. And, and Ben Roethlisberger has a lot of success over the years, but I, I just, I don't know. I, I, it's one point to pick them. You know, it's, it's not like it's, it's, it's a crazy spread. It, I'd be more comfortable, I guess taking the Steelers if they were getting like three points or four points. I think the only reason that they're favored by a point is because they're home. But I, as much as I hate Phillip Rivers, I love that kid, that rookie, uh, Jonathan Taylor. Well, I think he's the, awesome. The Steelers are home. They're not favored. They're home dogs. I'm I'm sorry. The uh, What I was trying to say was I would like the Steelers – more if they were actually getting points. They're not home dogs. They're they're laying a point. Uh, as of when? As of right now on the Action Network. 
they okay. Well, this was Steelers were dogs uh, for as no, long. They, no, they've been laying three points open. They were laying three points. Uh, hold on a second. That's what I'm trying to say is I would like it better if they were getting three points. Like I would have, I would have, I think I might've taken the Steelers because I think it is going to be a really close game. So I got the Steelers here favored by a half a point. So, um, it's a pick them. It's a pick them. Okay. It's a pick them. Yeah. Well, then my opening, the line that I gave then was wrong, but regardless, I picked the Steelers. I'd pick the Steelers anyway. I picked them as a dog. And so here I would end up picking them if they were favored too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I get why you're you're taking them. I mean, it's nobody likes Phillip Rivers. He always collapses come I mean, how many times has Phillip Rivers made to the playoffs in his like twenty years? Like like three? He always his teams always collapse. Yeah. Anyway, I it is pick. Uh and I, I might have I guess I might have flipped the line there as uh it looks like the, the it was the Steelers favored by three and a half. But whatever. Um I'll take them anyway. Uh so you're gonna take the Colts, I'm gonna take the Steelers, and that will do it. Forty four is the over under here. Kind of a light line. I got it. Steelers defense, Colts defense. James Connors playing. Maybe that'll change things. I mean, can Although you see these guys being uh, garbage? Can you see if this ends up being the game that it should be? Is that an under? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, seventeen four, seventeen fourteen. Oh wow, that'd be a really ugly game. Twenty one seventeen. Well. We will find out. I don't know. I don't have a real good feel for it anyway. I guess I'm kind of leaning under, but uh, we'll find out come Sunday night on that one. So that'll wrap up the top three games. Now we'll go back to the rest of the slate and rip on down the road here toward the promised land. And that's our gambling second. Second. Third down. Can't talk. So uh, do you even want to talk about the games today or do you want to just chop those off because they're going to be played here in a couple of hours no i mean the, i like the cards and and i think the raiders are gonna win i mean that's i as much as i don't like what the raiders are doing this year i i just i just think it's a setup for them to win well we won't spend time talking about them but i do like the cards as well and you, i like the dolphins you like the raiders so you're gonna pick the raiders in that and, and the cardinals on those two yeah. All right, so we'll do that for stat tracking purposes, but the first game that we'll start off with will be the Bears-Jags. This one being played in Jacksonville. Bears seven-point favorites. Right now, 64% of the tickets coming in on the Bears, but 91% of the money, along with the Sharps, coming in on the Jaguars. 47 is the over-under here in this game. 91% on the Jags. That's crazy. I can't imagine that that's going to stay that way. No, it's going to change. The kid just got the kid just got uh, ruled out. The kid. Uh, Robinson. And the kid would be Robinson, uh, the great James, Ro- James, James Robinson? I don't even know his yeah. first name. I just know him as Robinson, the running back in fantasy. Uh, he's, had a, he's had a great year. It made everybody forget Fournette pretty uh, much, which was kind of a double whammy, right? Because you forget about Fournette, so you make think it's a good deal, and then you think that you expended a fifth pick in the draft a couple of years ago on Fournette, and what a waste that was, and thereby giving credence to all of the data analysts that hate running backs. I get it. I get it. Um, I don't know. Jags, seven points here. Home dog. 
the Bears are okay. Do they warrant seven points? I do. I like them. I mean, I, 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 I mean, they've been on I, a tear. I, Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying seven points. I thought you were going to be like, how is this not 17 points? Yeah, but the Bears, I mean, come on. It's still Trubisky. Granted, Trubisky's come back and the team has played it's a complete. Not even, it's not Trubisky. It's Montgomery. Montgomery's been very good. Montgomery's been averaging like 100 yards and two touchdowns a game. Yeah, well, they changed the offense. They changed everything about the offense once Trubisky came back. So Thank God, because they look <laughs> like a team that can win again. The dude goes, I, I'm not, I mean, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. D- Trubisky goes four and one as the starter, and they bench him. Like that sucks. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, well, he didn't look good. Um, I, I look. I I took the Bears in this game. Um, I well, I took the Bears in a tease in this game, but I, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of leaning Jaguars. I can't I can't do the Bears on the road in seven points. So I'm I'm picking the Jags here. Wow. No. I especially after just seeing that the notification just came up that uh, Robinson's out. I I mean, what are they going to do? They're going back to Mike Glennon. They bench Minshew again. I, I I know. I I get it. I get it. I just can't. I can't give the Bears seven points on the road. I can't do it. I I I want to because the Jags really are a mess. But I just it's just Trubisky, and I can't give Trubisky seven on the road. So I'm going Jags here. For sure, I get it. I'm gonna go Bears. All right. So that means the next up is gonna be the Ravens hosting the Jaguars. Ten and a half points is the line in this one, obviously in favor of the Ravens. 44 points is the over-under. Um, Bears-Jags, they, again, for those of you scoring at home, 47 was the over-under in that one. Uh, Giants-Ravens, 44 is the over-under here. Sharps liked Giants. The money barely likes the Giants at 53%, and 62% of the tickets like the Ravens. I like the Ravens as well. Giants stink. Ten and a half is a lot of points, but the Ravens really seem to be dialing it up. And we talked about it. If there's one thing Harbaugh does well, he beats up on teams that aren't good, and that's what the Giants are right now. Hate to say it, they're just not good. Yeah, they're which is crazy. They're the worst team in that division. I I really thought they were going to be different this year, but Daniel Jones is not the answer. That's no, he's he, he's not. So yeah, they got that sucks. They really wasted a, a high draft pick on that kid. That God, sucks. David Gettleman, what are you going to do? Uh, you know, the, the guy was a, a, a mediocre choice for uh, general manager, and he's really screwed up ever since. So they they loved him because of the Peyton Manning ties, and he is nothing like Eli or Peyton. Uh, I don't I don't know why he liked them, but for whatever reason they got behind Daniel Jones. It was really a stretch. They would have been better off taking Sam Darnold uh, instead of Barkley, even though Darnold hasn't panned out. I don't think that's because of Darnold. I think that's because of the environment around them. But you never know. Uh, but no, anyway. Darnold's good. Darnold's okay. He'll be good somewhere else. Jones, Jones. I just I don't see anything. Uh, I don't see anything worth keeping. And especially in this game, whether or not he plays, I don't know. It seems like they're leaning that way. If they lean on him. And they actually go to him. I think that this might even be worse than ten and a half. But uh, I like the Ravens here. Uh, I'm not even thinking about it. You know, it could be another Ravens and under forty four here because the Giants' offense just really sucks. Yeah, I like the Ravens too. I, I they're they're way too much on a roll for the Giants to compete in this game. Yeah. All right. So we're both in on that one. The next game is the Chiefs Falcons. You were talking about this before, so I think I know the way that you're leaning. Chiefs favored by ten and a half. of the tickets like the Chiefs. 85% of the money likes the Chiefs. Sharps don't have a lean. And the over-under is 53.5. 
So do you really like the Falcons in the money line or do you just like it for gambling purposes? I mean, I, I, I just remember last year when the Falcons were kind of on a roll and they beat the 49ers when they were 11 point underdogs in like the thir- 15th week of the season, 16th week of the season. I don't like the Falcons to win this game outright as much as I love the odds on that. I, but I do like the uh, I do like the points. I'm going to take the Falcons with the 11 points, and not like this is going to be a competitive game. But I do believe they'll score enough points to keep it within two. You know, 11 points is a lot of points, and t- Tyree Kill is questionable. Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is out, which means Le'Veon Bell is the is the running back. Uh, I, Falcons aren't that bad, man. They're really not. They the Bunch of tough losses this year, and 11 points, they can can score, man. Yeah, I'm with you on all of that. 11 points is a little bit much for me. Look, I've gassed on the Chiefs this year in multiple spots with these double-digit leads, and it's never worked out. And there was one podcast I was listening to recently, and they just— they, they said it best. They said Chiefs win. They just don't blow anybody out. And so at 10.5 points with the Falcons team, that throws the ball all over the place. I don't know. I I, I want to go Chiefs again in the 10.5 because I just am not a fan of the Falcons. But the Falcons do score. 10.5 seems to be a little bit too much, especially since I haven't seen the Chiefs blow anybody out in quite a while yet. Uh, so I'm also going with the Falcons. So the two Eggy boys are in on the Falcons. 53.5 points also might be a little hefty for this game. But then again, if they just play no defense, it, it'll be easy easy peasy to cover that one. So I don't know. No lean there. Next up is going to be the Jets and the Browns. Browns in uh, New York for this one. Browns 10-point favorite. We don't even know if this game is going to come off. Um, 83% of the tickets were on the Browns. The Sharps and the money were all over the Jets. 48 was the over-under. I don't know if it's even worth talking about. I picked the Browns. I, I got nothing more. I, I, I said I wasn't going to go with the Jets the rest of the year, and I'm not doing it. Uh, I don't care about this game in any way, shape, or form. I hate the Browns. I hate watching the Browns. I don't like I don't like Baker Mayfield. I, and... The Jets looked okay last week. I, you know, I, I don't agree with what your your feelings are about the Giants Browns game last week. I don't think the Giants were as bad as you think they they were. Oh, they were terrible. Um, they were I terrible. Don't, I don't. They made they made so. they made terrible coaching decisions. They didn't take points when they should have. I, it just it was it was just a nightmare. You know. I okay. Don't, okay. I, okay. Okay. Here's what I'm gonna say. The Browns weren't as good. I should say. As, as many people thought they were last week. It wasn't like they crushed the Giants. They the didn't Giants. crush the Giants. The, the Giants contributed to that loss just as much as the Browns did. Yes. Right. So, I don't know. T- turnaround here, yes. Ten points is a lot of points. I just hate the Jets, and I'm not going to back them. Uh, I told them that I was, and, and one stupid win versus Goff, uh, you know, when he's Goffle, is not going to make me pick the Jets here. I picked the Browns. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm going to take the Jets. 10 points. All right. Uh, we'll go out to Houston. Next game will be the Texans-Bengals. Texans, again, Browns-Jets, 48 uh, over under for those scoring at home. This one, I'll just say it here. Texans favored by 7.5 here uh, in Houston. Bengals, uh, the road team who has seen a bunch of money come in on them, probably because of their win on Monday night. This one opened up at 9. It's now 7.5. 
So the Bengals seeing the Sharps money come in on them. The actual, the big money is going to be coming in on the Texans, 75% over under 46. Do you have a lean here? Texans, Bengals, another game. You want to talk about games I don't care about? This is one of mine amongst many. I like the Texans here, man. I I think that. uh, Yeah, I I do too. that Bengals win was just garbage. That's not like it. they, you know, they just happen to play up against the division opponent who, you know, is is slumping. And they, that game was crazy last week. They they don't they, and they still almost lost. So, uh, I the Texans are good. Deshaun Watson's going to win this game. End of story. I mean, he's going to take control of the game and. And he's way too good for that Bengals defense. The Bengals defense is terrible. Yeah, I can't see the Bengals. I, you know, last week was just kind of like the Bengals Super Bowl, and I think they come back down to earth here on the road. Uh, Deshaun Watson is, you know, he I selected the Pro Bowl, not that that matters, but he's had a good year. And here, seven and a half is a little hefty for a team that really hasn't done shit all year, but I'm still going to take them as you are here at home. Uh, 46, I don't know what to do with that over-under. But uh, we do both like the Titans here at home. That'll do the 1 o'clock games. 4 o'clock games are up. Chargers hosting the Broncos will kick off that docket. And the Chargers' 3.5-point favorites, they also see 68% of the tickets coming in on them. But 69% of the Broncos, uh, 69% of the money is coming in on the Broncos. Sharps like the Broncos. 49 is the over-under on this one. You want to talk about lines I like as an under. I, you know, Broncos really haven't done much. Philip Lindsay just went on IR. Yeah, end of the year. They're going to shut anybody, you know, that's kind of iffy down on teams that are bad. Yeah, I don't. I The Chargers should win this game. I, they, have, they have the superior talent for sure. Yeah, this like, wouldn't I, even have been a thought maybe week like seven or eight. This would have been a Chargers insta-pick. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why the line's so close. I, I guess they're considering it as a division matchup rivalry. Maybe that's going to make it closer. I don't know. Broncos are really bad. I mean, Drew Locke is not not that good. I guess he just he launches the ball constantly. So I I can't think of this pick and as a you know a, a tease. The Chargers for me might be a super pick later on because I think that Chargers at home. Three and a half. This is a pretty simple pick for me. Um, and you're going to be on board with the Chargers as well. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. All right. So let's talk about Panthers-Washington. This was a good game in the sense that the Panthers, even though I, you know they were a little bit my team earlier in the year and then they kind of petered out. But last year, last week, even though they lost, they didn't lose mightily. They they actually performed pretty well. And like we said, if that touchdown went the other way, that would have been a closer game. Washington is for real. They're a good team. Uh, and I was surprised that they did it with Haskins last week. They didn't win, but they kept in the game. Uh, I think they're going back to Smith in this week. Regardless, Washington at home, one-point favorite in this game. I have no uh, stats for it because it was it, everything was off the line. Over under 42 in this. So do you go with Matt Rule and the Panthers trying to salvage something? They look good on the road in Green Bay. Or do you say they got to go on the road again, this time in Washington, who's got a great defense and they've only got to win by one? Uh, I don't know. This I contemplated this one. I feel like Washington has much more to lose. They have everything um, to lose. If they win this, it's basically over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess... 
who could still catch him? The Cowboys? If the Giants win in in Baltimore, the Giants can still catch him. But if Washington wins today or tomorrow, I think they knock out uh, Dallas and uh, the Eagles. Because they're two games. No, no, no. They're all. They're only one game ahead, right? They're one game ahead of the Giants and the Cowboys. Yeah, but I think they got some kind of tiebreaker with the Giants uh, with the Cowboys. I, I don't know. Oh, okay. All I know is that if Washington wins this week, it's basically all but over. That's they, crazy. You know, they would need the know. Giants they, to win in in Baltimore, which isn't going to happen. Yeah, it sucks for the Giants. The Giants. I mean, regardless, the Giants shouldn't be in the playoffs. Probably the cow. The Cowboys should be in the playoffs. That's who should be in the playoffs. That, that's what sucks. Uh, maybe I don't know. I, I like Washington. I think Washington is a good team. You watch him play. I'm talking. A good team. I'm talking about the Cowboys with Dak Prescott. Yeah. Like okay. Should, that's fine. They yeah. should be in the playoffs. Um, I'm going to go Washington mainly because they're at home. That's about it. Okay. Good analysis on that one. So, what about the rest of the NFC East? Well, they'll be playing against each other. The Eagles and the Cowboys, this game to be played in Dallas. Eagles are their road favorite, three points right now. It started off as a pick and has now slid to the Eagles by three. 49.5 is the over-under. The Sharps are going with the Cowboys, but both the tickets and the Eagles are going, or tickets and the money are going with the Eagles. Tickets, 68% of the tickets leaning that way. 90% of the money coming in on the Eagles here. So I'll be- I'm so surprised about that. Is that's all because of Jalen Hurts? I think it's just because the Eagles have looked good since Hurts flipped, and their defense looked good prior to that. So now it's like you got a little bit of juice on the offense. The defense has been playing okay, and you got a, a going up against a Cowboys team that still can't play defense. I mean, if there's one thing they're, Cowboys don't want to do, it's play defense. They're the. Philadelphia is down three starting people from their secondary. I know, but they've been playing well. I, I mean, look, I'm not saying that, you know, this is a, a, a shutdown defense. I'm just saying that they've been playing okay. You know, the defense has not been awful. I mean, their, their DVOA is 15. Yeah. You know, Dallas is Maybe. 24. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I kind of like... I kind of, man, I wish the Cowboys would just let Tony Pollard go. I, I, I mean, I wish they would just let him no, that's roll gonna, for a little. That's another screw job fantasy wise because nobody really knows what to do with Zeke and Pollard this week because Zeke's going to play, but everybody's kind of thinking Pollard because Zeke's going to be banged up regardless, and they'll probably just take him off the field at a certain point. But you know, I could see Zeke getting suited up and then toting the rock for twenty five times for a buck twenty and three touchdowns. That's the way man, fantasy I goes. I can't believe Zeke. I can't believe his career like is winding down already. Like, oh he my just, god! He, just, he was a monster, and then <laughs> it just came to a crashing halt real quick. It's crazy. It started like last year. He just—he's not a little bit it's wild. I mean, it's wild. That's happened. I mean, running backs gas early. I mean, it won't, he wouldn't be the first one, and he could—you know—he could be revitalized next year. We'll—we'll we'll find out. But let's, how long did Emmett Smith play for? <laughs> forever, dude. That's why he owns all the records. He played forever. He played forever. Yeah. I mean, I Zeke's what? This is his fourth year. Uh, I, I I'm not gonna say he's gassing. He just he does not look as good as years one and two. 
He redid his contract in three, and this is year four. Five. Is this his fifth? I think so. Yeah. I thought he redid his but contract last year, and that was year three. He did it. He did it before his fourth year, after after three years, because he oh, can, after his third year. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. So last year was his fourth. This year is his fifth. Because remember, he was in Cabo last year after his. Uh, he wanted the. They gave him the extension and. Yeah, so this is his one, two, three, four, fifth year. You were correct. Yeah. So year. he yeah. redid it. Uh, last year was his contract year. He redid it. And then, you know, and so then this year, I mean, he's battled injury throughout, but he also has not looked good. I mean, I don't even, how old is he? Uh, I mean, not old. I don't know offhand. It's five years in. You graduated 22 years old. He's 27, 27? 28. I mean, that was kind of Le'Veon Bell's, you know, fall-off point. We've got ah, another one. What, what the hell? Way off the tracks here. But Eagles-Cowboys, Eagles favored by three. Who are you taking? He's so young. He's 25. Who, Zeke? Yeah. So he came out as a junior, a young junior. So he's 25 years in, 25. But still, he's only got, you know, how, what are you going to give like him? Early. He's like, Todd Gurley's 26. And you're like, what? How is Todd Gurley falling apart that quick? Well, he he has to deal deal with knees. His whole thing is structural. I Zeke just seems like he he's just lost a step this year, but it could just be this year. Look, this year is not a good barometer for any of these young talents because it you know it, it's better for somebody like David Johnson, who you know David Johnson at twenty eight. You're like, oh, maybe he got on a new team and maybe he's got you know juice in his legs and it was scheme schematics and just structure. And then he goes to a new team and he still looks slow as shit. And you're going, all right, he's done. But I, I'm not. I still am holding out uh, hope for Zeke. I think it might just be. A year I can't. Long. I can't believe Bell. I can't believe Bell is that shit. One year off from football, and he is a—he's sh- just shit. Well, I mean, it's one year off from football, and now two years in terrible programs. I mean, you lose three years of your life, regardless. I, you know, you know, you age, baby. It, it comes, life comes at you fast. So, All right, I'm taking the Cowboys. You're taking Cowboys. I'm taking the Eagles. So the last four o'clock game is going to be the Seahawks. Oh, we talked about the Seahawks Rams. So we're done with the four o'clock games. We did the night game. So that leaves one game left and that is the Bills versus the Pats this game in New England uh Bills 7 point favorites over under 46 81% of the tickets are on the Bills 93% of the money on the Bills so the Bills seeing tons of love on the road but the Sharps are going to leave to the Patriots no shock there this game also a big mover from the open because it opened up at four and a half and has now gotten all the way up to seven everybody thinking the Patriots are done the question is are they and that I don't know Patriots are done seven points though here done seven points Pats at home Bro, it's Cam Akers, man. I mean, it's um, I'm sorry, Cam dude. Cam Akers is playing quarterback for the Patriots. Cam. Life does come at you fast if Cam Akers playing Cam quarterback for the fucking Pats. Cam Newton. Yeah, so garbage, dude. All right, this is not going anywhere. I, I, I take it you're taking the Bills then. He's garbage. How are you? How are you gonna? Have you watched the Patriots at all? I, I, I have. I have. They're not good. I picked them here. Why? 
What? What are they <laughs> going to do? It's just seven points, man. It's just I, seven points. I, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to give, I'm going to give a little love to Belichick at home. Uh, you know, when everybody has written him off, and basically he had to deal with every every reporter under the sun laughing in his face last week, saying that they missed the playoffs. And I, I'm not saying they're winning the game. I'm just saying I don't think they're going to get blown out at home. I could be wrong. The team is not good. I just, you know, uh, Bills four, sure. Bills five, yeah. Bills seven, I'm taking the Pats. That was my thought process. Not very well thought out. 46 uh, points. They're they're expecting a little bit more scoring than you would think at 46 points. Is Diggs healthy? Diggs is going to play, but I think he's banged up. Still nah. that foot. All right, so no, you're, you're taking the bills. I'm doubling my money this week. I mean, I'm doubling up hard on them. Okay. All right, so be it. So you're going to be taking the bills in that one. And then that'll do our weekly picks. So let's kick it off and punt over to our gambling session. Fourth down. All right, so... We didn't get into the super picks from last week, and I'll give you the update here. As last week, I went one for three, and Chris, you went two for two. So on the year, that leaves me at 29 and 35, you at 28 and 34. So we're literally one game apart from each other. Neither stellar with 45% being our win percentage, talking about our locks. So who are you going to go with here for your five picks? Uh, starting today, the cards. You're going to go with the cards. I like the Bears. Cards, Bears. Ravens. Ravens. Texans. Texans. Bills. Bills. Oh, the Bills. And I went with the Patriots. You're laughing right in my face. Right in my face. Um, meanwhile, this is what I did. I don't think we have a single team the same. I took the Washington football team. I took the Eagles, so I went NFC East in those two. I did the Steelers, the Seahawks, and as I mentioned earlier, the Chargers. So looking at the two, we didn't do anything the same in our super picks. So now we've got parlays. I will let you start off with your parlays. You almost came in with your money line last week. You almost came in with your other one, but you lost both of them just by a hair. Yeah, but the Bills helped me cover those bets. That's so. right. You did hit the 100 on the Bills. Where are you yeah. at money-wise right now? Uh, So I doubled my money. I bet 200 last week, and I cashed in four. So now I'm back up to 800 for the season. So 800 for the season, just 200 off. Yeah. Scratch golfer, people. Yeah, almost even for the year. So my uh, parlays, I'm going to do straight parlay with the points, 25 to cash in, one, to cash out 175. I'm going to take the Colts minus one, the Bears minus seven, and the Titans, I'm sorry, the Bills minus seven. So Colts, Bears, Bills. Colts, Bears, Bills. Okay. Uh, are you doing any other kind of parlay action? I am. I'm going to do a money line parlay. You're going to do a money so, line parlay. Okay. Yep. yep. I'm going to 
bring the Texans down to zero. I'm going to take them on the money line. Okay. I'm going to take the Cowboys winning the game outright. Okay. The Titans winning the game outright. Okay. And then I'm going to bring the Bills down to even as well. All right. So you're taking the Texans and the Bills, and you're just using those for a little extra juice. The real bet here is the Cowboys and Titans on the road for the win. Right. So that 25, I'll get get 10 to 1 odds on that. So 25 to cash out, 275. Okay. Not too bad. Uh, I will kick the tires on mine. So I'll do a 2-3 again. uh, You know, and this time what I am going to do here is I am going to do the Seahawks for sure is going to be one of my picks. And then I'm going with the Chargers for the other one. So I've come come down. I'm just going to put, you know, even 50 on the Chargers and the Seahawks. And then I'll put a 50 on a third team. And then I was trying to figure out which third team I liked more, the Eagles or Washington. And then I just decided, you know what, Washington's at home, so I'll take Washington. I was eyeing the Eagles, and then I thought about throwing them in for a fourth. But you know what, I have been so icy cold, uh, you know, including last week. I I picked the Bucs, and the Bucs just screwed me everywhere. So I'm just going to go Chargers-Seahawks for 50, and then Chargers-Seahawks and Washington for 50. So that leaves our teasers. And I put a smooth, smooth two hundo down on the following. I took the Bears. I brought them down to one. I took the Ravens. I took brought them down to four and a half. I took the Chiefs. I brought them down to four and a half. And then I had the Bills, and I brought them down to one. And I got a little uh, over the top there because I finally hit my my teaser last week when I uh, I hit a four-team teaser. So I figured, you know what? Why don't we go go in here? So uh, what are you going to do for your teasers? I'm going to use my Moneyline Parlay. I'm going to use those teams, the Texans, the Cowboys, the Titans, and the Bills. And then I'm going to add the Ravens on top of them. So I'm going to do a five-team uh, $50 teaser, six points, Texans minus one, Cowboys plus nine, Titans plus nine, Bills minus one, Ravens minus four. So that 50 will give me uh, three to one odds. I'll cash out 200. Uh, I, I like I like the five-team tees, man. Five-team tees, especially with the six points, it's... I've been doing go with those. I've been, I've been hitting a couple of those uh, after week, so... I like any tees that I win. So uh, if that, if that's a winner, if that's a winner, so be it. But um, did you do any other teases this week? I didn't. All I did was just straight up. Just straight up. Okay. Do you have any straight up picks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm laying two hundred on the Bills straight up with the points. Oh, look, all over the Bills, and I picked the. Uh, that's going to probably be a Patriots outright win. Then, that's what's going to happen there. That's I, I for sure. I'm setting myself up for disaster. I just, <laughs> I they look so good, and and you know they hate the Patriots, just like the Patriots hate the Bills. The Bills hate the Patriots. This is their chance to show who has truly taken over the division. Don't you think? Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is it. The the changing of the guard. Well, at least until uh, Patriots find a quarterback, and then I'm sure they can get right back to where they were. Uh, they weren't far off. I mean, they tried something different there with Cam this year and it just didn't work out. So, 
strategy gone awry. As for over-unders, is, well, is that it for your straight-up? 200 bills is pretty hefty, so I figured you'd probably cap it at that, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm, I'm laying down a total of 300 for the week. That'll bring If I lose, I'll be down to 500. If I cash out for the week, I mean, uh, that'll bring me up like a thousand bucks. So, Ooh, look uh, at you, cash out. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Mister. Yeah, yeah. What do you got for over unders? Giants Ravens under, no doubt. That's going to be ridiculous. Under forty four is. That could be like thir- I think it's going to be like twenty eight nothing, thirty five nothing. Maybe yeah, 30- I, I don't have a lot of confidence in the Giants here. And thirty five seven maybe. Um, and then the Cowboys Philadelphia game. I don't know how that's so low. I think that's going to go. Rid- I, that's going to go like 60, 70 points. So you're taking the over in that game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the two that I picked, I picked San Francisco, Arizona. That game's being played next. I went over 48 and a half in that one. Um, and then for the second game, I picked Green Bay, Tennessee, and the under. I don't know, 55 and a half points. I understand that uh, these two teams have terrible defenses and they their offense can dial it up at any given point. But I don't know. The, the way that I've seen Green Bay play, I, you know, I, I don't know. I just don't think that 55 and a half is an easy get. Sure, it is a get. I just don't think it's an easy get. And so I took the under, seeing how unders have kind of been the lean for the entire year here. If I'm not mistaken, pull them up before. And the over the unders have a small lean at 108, 105 on the year. So just about 50%. Nothing big, but I'm going to lean under here with Green Bay, Tennessee. So Survivor Knockouts. Who'd you go with the Survivor with this week uh you know what i'm so sorry i totally forgot i didn't oh, even okay. pick one yet well you pick them and then i'll tell mine so i'm 12 and 3 on the year with my survivors i had that early loss with cincinnati game one so i lost two after that but they were early as well i've been okay recently i still had the bears left and so i picked them to win versus the jags again i like the bears i just don't like the seven i put them in one of my teases and i also took them here as a survivor for my knockout you know i didn't use the falcon jet which is crazy because they've lost every halftime lead i I had multiple chances to use this team but I will use them here, facing off against the Chiefs. Uh, knockout, I also have been, I was better in the beginning of the year. I'm 11-4 in the year, and those four losses came in a terrible stretch. I went 4-5 for five in weeks 9-13, through 13. Uh, but I got back on the right track the past two weeks. So I'm going Falcons here uh, for the knockout. So uh, I'm not giving you a ton of time, but... Are you? Do you have your picks ready, kind of? Yeah, I, I guess I'll go. I didn't even realize I've never picked. I haven't picked the Browns all year long. I'm gonna go with the Browns as my survivor over the Jets, and I'm gonna pick the Bengals. I haven't used the Bengals to be knocked out, so I'm gonna use the Bengals as my knockout. Ah, a lot of people probably used the Bengals last weekend. God, shellacked. That was another one. If you think about it, survivor pools. Anybody that was in the survivor pool going into last week. Pittsburgh just sitting there you think that people would have taken them at home and then suffered that loss or was it was, was it on the road whatever it was Cincinnati uh, Pittsburgh I would imagine that there was a bunch of Pittsburgh teams that lost out on that oh one. my god so many you would so think, many right? 
you can imagine that was like there's just mayhem in in survivor pools. Yeah, I I don't I don't know where you can get stats on survivor pools, but I'm I'm sure there's something of public record, you know, at least the legal ones that are run that they publish all the numbers. But I'd love to see what happened in that Steelers game. Anyway, that'll about do it for week 16. We got one left, and then it's playoff time, mother. Uh. Uh, so enjoy yourselves. Enjoy your Sunday, Chris. Merry Christmas. I will talk to you later. Adios. All right. Peace. Out of 5,000, everybody.